Okay, so today we're going to talk about issues related to the building of the sukkah. The Mishnah at the beginning of Masech the sukkah outlines the basic dimensions of a sukkah. And it begins by talking about what the maximum height of a sukkah can be. The Mishnah quotes the sheet of the Tanakhama, of the Chachamim, whom we paskin like. You say that a sukkah that's taller than 20 amas is psula. The Yehuda is machshir, but the Tanakhama, whom we paskin like, hold that it's psula. What's the machogas of Yehuda and the Chachamim? So the Gemara has three different interpretations, but Rava, Rava holds there that the Chacham and Rabbi Yehuda are arguing that a sukkah diras aray or sukkah diras kevin. The Chacham hold that a sukkah diras aray. What does that mean? That means that a sukkah is supposed to have the potential to be a diras aray, to be a temporary dwelling. And the problem is that if you're going to build a sukkah taller than 20 amas, you can't make it flimsy. It's going to have to have strong walls, so it's going to have to be kevin. And that's a psul according to the Chacham. Rabbi Huda disagrees, and he says that sukkah diras keva be'inan, that you can make a sukkah diras keva, and there's no problem with making a sukkah in a way that it doesn't even have, it doesn't have the potential to be aray. That's not a problem because sukkah is a diras keva. Rabbi Huda happens to hold something else. He says that even if you make it aray, it still has the status of keva. It has a din of diras keva because it's a mitzvah, because it's a chiyuv. The Torah gave it the status of a diras keva. What's an Afkinina that it has a status of a diras keva even if you made it flimsy? So the Gemara in Yuma on Daf Yud writes that the Rabbi Huda and the Chachamim also have a machlokas where the sukkah sachag v'chag requires a mezuzah. The Rabbi Huda holds that it requires a mezuzah. Why? Because the sukkah is a diras keva. It has a din of a diras keva. Mezuzah is only a requirement on a diras keva. Rabbi Huda holds it does have a din of diras keva even if you make it awry, even if you make it in a flimsy way that it can only last for a certain amount of time, it doesn't matter, since it's a mitzvah, it's a chiyuv, the Torah gives it the status of a diras keva, so it's chayv and mezuzah, and the chachamim say, no, it's, it's a diras aray. You can make it keva, even according to the chachamim, you can make it out of mechitzo shel barzo, the Gemara says. But it has to be made in such a way that it has the potential to be aray, it can't be taller than 20 amas. And because it's a diras aray, it's not diras keva, it's potter from, from a mezuzah. Tosus has a kasha on the base that if you can make a sukkah, even according to the Chachamim, you can make it Ba'ofen Shalkeva as long as it's shorter than 20 amas, so then why is it that the Gemara, the Mishnah, at the end of the second parak says that if Yordu Gashamim, it's a simen klola. Yordu Gashamim Bechag, that's called a simen klola. Because it looks like HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want our midst of sukkah. Why does it have to be a simen klola? You can build a sukkah in such a way that you'll nail down the schach put the planks close, close together, you'll nail down the schach, in a way that the rain is not going to come through the sukkah. What's the problem? Even the Chacham agree that you can make the sukkah keva as long as it has the potential to be aray, as long as it's less than 20 amas, you can make it bovin shel keva. So why is Yordu Gesham in Bechag simen klolem? Tosus answers that there's a fundamental difference between the defonus and the schach, between the walls of the sukkah and the schach of the sukkah. For the walls of the sukkah, it's enough if it's roi liros arai, if it has the potential to be arai, to be temporary. But by schach, you need arai mamish, you need it to be mamish arai, mamish uh, flimsy. That means it has to be tzilosa meruba mechamosa, and it also can't be so thick that the geshamim are not going to come through. It has to have the potential for the geshamim to come through. And it's tosis, you can't nail down the schach. Once you introduce nails to the schach, that's called keva, and that would be possible as well. So that's the yisod. According to the chachamim, lefitosfus, the defonus have to be roi lios arai, but the schach ha- has to be 
Arai Mamish. The Schach is the Iker Asukah, that has to be Arai Mamish according to the Chacham. Not everyone agrees with Tosis. There are other Rishonim who disagree, who claim that, that even if the Geshamim can't come through, the Sukkah is Lukshayim. And they point to a Mishnah. Mishnah Dav Chav Bezim and Aleph and Sukkah says, Hamauvah Kamin Bayis, Avo Bishena Kachavim Nirim Mitoch Akshayim. If you make the sukkah so thick, it's kamin bias. The roof is so thick that uh, the kochavim, the stars, can't be seen through the schach. But the evet, the sukkah is kshayra. So these rishonim say, what's the difference between kochavim as opposed to rishonim? From the Mishnah you see that even if you can't, even if there is no opening in the schach, you can't see the stars. And similarly, even if the rain can't come through, it still is kosher. That's what these rishonim suggest. Tosfus could be mechalic, very simply, between stars as opposed to Gishonim. To see the stars, it has to be very open. But even if it's thick enough that you can't see the stars, it's kosher, as long as it's open enough in the schach that the rain can come through. Or for rain to come through, it just has to be open a little bit so it can drip through. So maybe Tosfus will, will claim that there's a chiddah between kochavim as opposed to Gishonim. So there's no raya from that Mishnah. What are these other Rishonim who claim that the sukkah, the sukkah does not have to be built in such a way that the Gashamim can come through. What are they going to do with the kasha of Taisvis? Mishnah says that if you're the Gashamim Bechag, it's a sim and klala. Why is it a sim and klala? You can make the sukkah in such a way that the Gashamim can't come through. The Arach HaShulchan answers in Simen Tofresh Lamaral of Zivov that the reason why it's a sim and klala Bechag if the Gashamim come down is because most most things that we use for schach can't protect from the rain so well. They can't. I mean, if you have planks and you put them close to each other and you seal them off in some way, so it'll protect from the rain. But if you use tree branches, bamboo, it's impossible, Kimat, to put it so close together. I guess you couldn't have it. You could have multiple layers so that it'll, it'll really protect from the rain. But in most circumstances, most of the items that we use for schach are not going to be able to protect from the rain completely. So that's what the Mishnah means, that it's a sim and klala b'chag if you're the Gashamim, because al pirov, the sukkah is made in such a way that it doesn't protect from, from the Gashamim. But in a chanami, if you make the sukkah in a, in a thick, uh, you know, thickly, then you will protect from the rain, and that's not, that's not necessarily possible. Maybe taka, that's kosh. So this is a major machlogus in the Rishonim. If you make a sukkah, make the schach so thick that the rain can't come through, is the sukkah going to be kshera or going to be psula? Sometimes you find this in public sukkahs, they throw a lot of schach on, and it's really so thick, it's mamish from kemin bayis. So, lechatchila, perhaps it's best to be machmer, but uh, we certainly would not pass the sukkah with the ever. There are rishonim that you could be samich on, that if the sukkah um, is made in such a way that the schach is very thick, um, that the rain can't come through, it still is kosher. It still would be kosher. So, again, lechatchila, it's best not to do that. It's best to make the sukkah in such a way that you can see the stars too. That's the Losh of the Mishnah. It's only kosher b'di'evet. But if you made the sukkah in such a way that the rain can't come through, the sukkah l'chor is through kosher b'di'evet. The Gemara of Gimel and Aleph quotes three days as to what is the minimum size of the, of the sukkah. Beishamay and Beisilo and Rebbe. Beishamay holds that Zion al Zion Tvachim. Seven Tvachim by seven Tvachim. Very small. It has to be big enough to be machzik roshel verubo v'shulchana to hold a person, his head, most of his body, and the shulchan. Beisila holds it can be even smaller than that. Roshel verubo is sufficient, even if it's vav tvachin by vav tvachin. And 
Rebbe holds, no, it has to be Dalet Amas by Dalet Amas. Rebbe's shita is simplest. He holds that Sukkah is Diras Keva, the minimum shear for a bias in Kolotar Kula, for Ilchus Mezuzah, for Negebat, and for other halachas is Dalet Amas by Dalet Amas. So he holds that Sukkah is no different. It has to be Dalet Amas by Dalet Amas. We happen to Paskin like Beishamai here. It's one of the exceptions to the rule. We Paskin like Beishamai, that the Sukkah has to be Zayin Tvachim by Zayin Tvachim. That's the minimum shear for the Sukkah. And then the Mishnah on the Abbezim and Aleph adds that it has to have walls that are at least 10 Tfachim, can't be more than 20 Amas according to the Chachamim, but the minimum shear for the walls has, has to be 10 Tfachim, that's the minimum shear of the Mechitza and Hilchas Erevin and other areas, and the same for Sukkah. And finally, the Mishnah says that there have to be three walls to the sukkah. A sukkah that doesn't have three walls is psula. It doesn't need the fourth wall. So Machlokas can't know him later in the Gemara. But we passed in that as long as there's three walls, it's sufficient. What does that mean, three walls? The three walls have to be a minimum of ten tefachim tool. Right? But, but what does it mean, three walls? So the Gemara explains on Avava Mebei is that shtayim kil chosan that two of them have to be kalocha, meaning two of them have to be zayin tefachim, a length of zayin tefachim. That's the hilchah sukkah. We passed in like Beishamah. So two of them have to be kilchasan, ushlish zafilu tefach. The third wall can be a tefach. What does that mean, a tefach? Shtayim so, kilchasan means kinen gam, as the Rishonim say, like an L. These are each seven tefachim. And shlish zafilu tefach. But what does it mean, tefach? Well, it was halacha moshvisina, shlish zafilu tefach. So the Gemara explains that the tefach really, really is a little bit more than one tefach, like 1.1 tefachim. And you're supposed to put the 1.1 pole within lovud of the other mechitza. Let's say 2.9 tfachim away from the other mechitza. So have a, a pole of 1.1, 2.9 away from the mechitza. So that now, if you add them together, you have four tfachim. So rove of your zayin tfachim is covered. I didn't really draw this, this scale. This is the midpoint, so let's say the 1.1 is going to be here. This is 2.9. Okay, so rove of your mechitza there, rove of your side is going to be covered. Because lovud kesasun dami, alpidin lovud, if you have less than three tefachim between two points, between two mechitzos, it's considered kesasun. So if you have the tefach shochek, as the Gemara calls it, the, the slightly, the pole that's a little bit bigger than a tefach, 1.1 or so, and you have it within lovud, 2.9 of the other mechitzas, so you have four tefachim, four tefachim, four tefachim is half of the, is half of the mechitza. In the Gemara is a conversation, as a discussion whether you need a Tzuras Pesach also. So we pass and you need a Tzuras Pesach also. That till the end of the Zion Tzvachim, you should now have a Tzuras Pesach. Right? To have a string across, have a pole on either side and have a string across. So it's mamish covered, but it's not covered with wool. It's not full wool. It's a Tefach Shochek of wool. And then you put it within Lavud and you have a Tzuras Pesach. So with everything combined, you'll have that wool. That's the... Halach l'moshmi Sinai of how the sukkah is supposed to be constructed, but the fourth wall we paskin does not uh, can be completely open. Okay, this is the basic structure of the sukkah. Questions? Okay, the Mishnah and Dafir Aleph and Aleph in sukkah. Moving to the third section over here, Mishnah talks about schach. What parcels in schach? The Mishnah says. The klal is, the schach has to be a dover she'enu makabal tumah. It has to be gidulo min ha'aretz. 
It has to grow from the ground and it can't be Makabal Tumah. Some things that grow from the ground, if you make it into a clea, it'll be Makabal Tumah. So, first of all, it has to grow from the ground. Secondly, it can't be Makabal Tumah. And thirdly, Gemara says that it has to be Tolosh Menakarka as well. It can't be attached to the ground. Three things. How do we know this? So the Gemara has different Makaras. One of the sources the Gemara gives to this principle is a pasuk Chagasugas Tas Lachashivas Yavim BaAspacha Migarnacha Umi Yikvecha BePsolas Goren VeYekev Hakosav Medaven. Torah is talking about Psolas Goren VeYekev with the the leftovers from the Goren and the Yekev from the granary from the wine press. So that means things that are not Mechuber Lakarka, right? But they're gedulah minakar, they're gedulah minakarka, and they're also since they're psolas, they're not makabel tumah either. So from here we learn the three halachas that the schach can't be makabel tumah; it has to grow from the ground; it has to be tolish minakarka. It used to be that uh, they would make schach out of tree branches. That was the easy way to make schach, but they wanted to store it. They wanted to make it easier for people to store the schach from year to year. So then, after a while, they thought of this idea of making schach out of bamboo because have, having schach out of tree branches with leaves, the leaves dry up, so they're not going to be able to protect appropriately the following year. So they, they had the idea of making the schach out of, out of bamboo. But that lasts from year to year. How do we have, uh, you know, what kind of walls do we need? And how does that relate to the schach? So the Shiloh was raised that schach is possible if it's Makabal Tumah, what's the din if the walls are Makabal Tumah? And the walls are supporting the Schach? So the Mishnah happens to say that the Dufanas can be made out of any material, but can the support of the Schach be made out of any material? I can make the walls out of any material, but then I'll create some kind of a support for the Schach that's not Makabal Tumah. What happens if I make the Schach, if I make the walls out of a Dover Makabal Tumah, and those very walls support the Schach? Can we think of such a case? It's pretty simple, yes. If you have, in uh, Olos, if you have Kalim holding up like a plank of wood, then it it's not closed with Neatuma because it's defined by that which holds it up. Okay, so, so, right, so that's, 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 where, that's where we're going. But, but what's the case? A metal sukkah, a, a typical canvas sukkah, you have a metal frame, you put the canvas around it, and then the schach is resting on top of the metal. Well, now they have, they have the modular sukkahs, it's really the same idea. Right, you have plastic or metal. It's not the it's not gedulah minakarka. So if the metal is not gedulah minakarka, forget about makabel tumah. It doesn't grow from the ground. So it's definitely posel for schach. So the question is, let's say your mamid bedover haposel l'schach. Let's say your mamid bedover makabel tumah. Does that posel the schach? Does that posel the sukkah or not? That's a shaila that many many raised. So this shaila comes up through the Mishnah of Chafal from the base. Mishnah Sukkah says, Somech Sukkosa Bukari Hamita, Rabbi Yehuda, holds his apostle, and the Chacham in the Tanakhama says it's kosher. <coughs> Tanakhama says kosher, there's no reason to say it's apostle. Rabbi Yehuda says apostle, why is that? So one of the reasons given in the Gemara is because he's Mamed Bedavim Akabultum. Rabbi Yehuda says it's apostle because he's Mamed Bedavim Akabultum. Why should Mamed Bedavim Akabultum be a problem? Okay, the Kari Hamita, it's a Mita, it's Akabultum, you're Somech Sukkosa, you're Somech Tashach with the with the crime of the bed. So what that it's Makabal Tumah, but the Schach is not Makabal Tumah, so what's the problem? So the Ran learns that it's Xerid Rabbonah, that Chazal were afraid that if you're Mamed Bedav Makabal Tumah, then people are going to think that you can be Mesakach Bedav Makabal Tumah as well. So anything that's possible for Schach, you can't be Mamed with that, uh, with that item. 
But the Ran adds that there's no reason why you can't be mamid on stone. Let's say you have a stone wall, and you want to put the schach on the stone wall. There's no problem with doing that. I but the stones are possible for schach. They don't grow from the ground. But no one's going to think that you can make schach out of stones because, because it can kill someone, right? No one's going to make the schach out of stone. So because there's no chashash that you'll use the stone for schach, of course you can use it for the defense. That's what the Ran says. But the Bach is medayik from the Loshan of Rashi and the Gemara and the Abba is that it's not a psul Rabban. It's a psul Raisa. Rabbi Huda holds that Mami B'dorim HaKabotum is posel in Torah because the schach is nikra al-shem ha-mayim. As someone mentioned, that we, that we look at it as though if, if X is being mamid Y, so we look at it as though, as though X is actually the Y, right? The schach is nikra al-shem ha-mamid, so if you're mamid b'dav makabal it's as if you're mesakech b'dav makabal It's a dindaraisa. How should we pass in the halacha? We would say, we should pass like the Tanakhama. And some Rishonim talk a Paskin like that. But the Riff and other Rishonim Paskin like uh, Rabbi Yehuda. And even within, within Rabbi Yehuda, there are different timing given by the Gemara. But the Ramban and the Ran Paskin like the second reason in the Gemara. That Rabbi Yehuda holds that the Sukkah is Psula because Yamam and Bedav so it's quite a jump to be machmir here, but many Rishonim are. They assume Rabbi Yehuda is correct, and the reason why some of the Bakari Hamita is psula is because Yamami B'davim Kabbalatum. So how lemaisa do we pass him? What does the Shulchan Aruch say about this? So the Shulchan Aruch actually in Simon Tafresh Lamed Sif Yud Gimel, Shulchan Aruch is like the Tanakhama. He says some of the Bakari Hamita is Ksheira. So at first glance, you think that there is no room for a Shaila over here. It's Poshet. There's no, uh, there's no issue. Problem is the Shulchan Aruch in Tafresh Lamed Siv Zayin is mistopic whether you can put Tzach on top of a Sulam. This is on page eighteen in the handout. Yeshli is topic in Mutter Lohaniach Sulam Alagak de Lasakech Algaber. Can you put Tzach on top of a Sulam? So the Achronim are all troubled, Magen Avram, and others ask, what's the suffolk? He just told us that some of the cost of the Kari Hamitas, Kshayra, sounds like Mame B'dav M'kabotum is not a psul, <laughs> so what could be the problem over here? So you put a sulam, maybe the sulam take is M'kabotum. You'll put the schach on top of the sulam, but what's the problem? The schach itself is not M'kabotum, so what could be the issue? Comes the Magen Avram in his second answer, and he suggests that maybe what the Shulchan Aruch is saying is that lechatchila mamim b'dav mekabatuma is a problem, but the other it's kshera, but it's a problem lechatchila, and that's why the, the Shulchan Aruch says that uh, it's a sofik, sofik. Maybe Taka, you shouldn't do this lechatchila. Maybe you shouldn't do it, but the other avada will be kosher. Magen Avram says, but lechatchila maybe you shouldn't do it. And that's what the Shulchan Aruch had in mind. Zokta Magen Avram, what should you do to solve the problem? says, if you put schach, that's kosher, on top of a dove, so just separate a little bit. Put a, put a chatichas eitz between the dove and the schach, and that'll solve the problem. Because now, the dove is not mamed as a schach, but rather it's mamed the mamed. It's a mamed the mamed. It's, it's indirectly being mamed the schach. It's not directly being mamed the schach, so that's not a problem. If you be mamed b'dav makabel tumah, lechatchila the magen avram holds within the shulchan aruch. That's possible, lechatchila, right? 
But if you're mamed and mamed, the Dav Makabal Toma, even Lechatchila, that's Kshayra. Yes? As long as it separates between the Dav Makabal Toma and the Sach, it's fine. The Chazanish disagrees. Chazanish, in a very famous piece, he claims that putting the eights there between the Sach and the Dav Makabal Toma is not going to accomplish anything. This is a Chazanish in Simen Kuf Mem Gimel. The way Rabbi Shechta says over the Chazanish, the Chazanish Me'ikaradin holds that there is no problem of Mamed Darba Kabotoma. But if you're going to assume, like the Mogan Avram, that the Chachila, there's a problem of Mamed Darba Kabotoma, the solution of the Mogan Avram is not going to help you. Because just putting the eights, the, the piece of wood between the Srach and the Darba Kabotoma, is not going to make it Mamed Darba this idea of, of Mamed and Mamed is not a, an invention of, of the Magen Avram. It's, it's what the Ramban writes in the Mohammed in the second parak on that Mishnah. He says that if, you, if it's Mamed and Mamed, it's okay. But what does the Ramban say? Claims the Chazanish. You look carefully in the Ramban. What he's saying is that if the if the Dover HaPosel Eschach is just doing a Maisa Karka Ba'alma, then that's not called Mamid B'dav M'kabal What does that mean? If you put a sukkah, let's say, in a tree, so the tree that's M'chubal Akarka, that's Posel Feschach. But all the tree is doing is it's the ground of the sukkah. It's doing a Maisa Karka Ba'alma. You have a sukkah inside a tree. If you take away the tree, what's going to happen? The sukkah is going to fall to the ground and it's going to stand on the ground. Right? If you take away the tree and put the sukkah on the ground, then the ground will serve as the, as the floor of the sukkah. You don't need the tree to serve as the floor of the sukkah. All it's doing is it's serving as the ground, as the floor of the sukkah. So if all that the dava that's posel for schach is doing is serving as the ground of the sukkah, then that's not absurd of mamed b'dava makabotum. Mamed b'dava makabotum means that if you're supporting the sukkah with something, and if you take it away, the sukkah is going to fall apart. That's posel. But if all, if all you're doing is creating some kind of a maisa karka, you have a, a, a floor for the sukkah made out of something that's possible for schach, that's not absol at all. Even if you hold a mamid b'dama kabotum as a problem, that's not going to be absol, because all that that item is doing is it's just doing a maisa karka ba'alma, and that's not significant, because you can take that away, and the sukkah will still be standing. Top the chazanish. If you're going to put the chatichas eights to separate between the dava makabotum and the schach, you're not going to accomplish anything, because... The chatichas eitz is not is not keeping the sukkah up. What's keeping the sukkah up is the is the davim kabbaltuma below. So you haven't accomplished anything. Ah, it's mamed de mamed. No, there is no such idea that if it's mamed de mamed somehow that changes everything. The head there is that if the item is only doing a ma'isa karka it's not going to passel. But if it's doing more than a ma'isa karka, if it's supporting the sukkah, if it is the sukkah, if that's the dofen, so if you take that element away, then you don't have a sukkah. You need the funnels and schach. If you take the dolphin away, if the, if the dolphin is made out of a, a metal frame, so if you take that metal frame away, there is nothing. The canvas can't stand without the metal frame. So according to the Chazanish, just putting a chatich haseitz between the metal frame and the schach is not going to accomplish anything because it's not just a maisa karka ba'ama that the metal frame is doing. That's the ikar hasukah. Again, the ikar adin, the Chazanish, seems to be saying that ma'am b'dama kavatum is not a problem. But if you're going to be ma'am for that sheet, the Chazanish holds that that just doing a mamed and mamed, making a hefsik uh, ba'alma between the dav makabotum and the slach is not going to accomplish anything. To those who are machmer for the sheet of the chazanish, they're very careful not to have any metal screws in a sukkah. Right? You can't have 
metal beams in the sukkah, and metal screws, and metal uh, pegs. You have to make the sukkah out of, out of wooden screws and wooden pegs. Some are for this. Because again, according to the Chazanish, anything that keeps the sukkah together can't be made out of metal. And if, you, if your hooks are made out of metal, then they're keeping the sukkah together. You take away the hooks and the whole sukkah is going to fall apart. Even if that's not the ikr of the sukkah, the ikr of the sukkah is, is perhaps wooden, wooden planks, but so what? Wooden uh, boards, but the wooden boards have to be kept together. So if they're kept together with metal screws and metal hooks, then that's going to be a problem according to the Chazanish. Yes? <coughs> what is the Chazanish going to do with the Mishnah? What, what's the heter of the Mishnah? That you can make your walls out of any material? The Yehuda holds that you can't. Or oh, 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 that you can make a walls out of any material? I'm sorry. The fact that you can make the walls out of any material, that's the wall. But then you have to have a structure, a frame that's going to support the schach. Oh, the fact that you have the, the frame is not the wall, right? It, it, can't, it can't be open completely. So you still, you still need a wall. But you'll have a frame on top of that. The Gemara Sukkah has some, yeah. some cases like that. So you have to have a frame that's not Makabal Tumah that will support the Shach. And then it won't be Ma'amidadav and Makabal Tumah. The Chazanish does have a Kula, though, even within his shita. He says that there's a difference between something that supports the Shach and something that keeps the Shach in place. What the Shach is leaning on, that... That's a mamid, and that can't be makabel tumah. If you're going to be machmer, that you can't be misakech that you can't be mamid b'dav makabel But says the Chazanish, let's say, let's say you would, you would put a dav makabel on top of the schach to keep it in place. Or the more common case is, let's say you tie down the schach with like plastic ties. So plastic is is puzzle is puzzle agami. It's not kidulay karka, right? So if you were to tie down the sukkah with plastic ties. Chazanish would say that's kosher because that's not mamid b'davar b'davar apostle l'schach. That's not mamid. Mamid means to support the schach. That's from below. But putting the plastic ties on, the Chazanish would say that's not a problem. That's not called mamid b'davar apostle l'schach b'chlam. The Mishnabur is machmer on this point. Mishnabur in Simen Tov Reish Chavtes the Kotn Chavav writes that you shouldn't tie down the schach with chavolim. Because that would be considered mamid b'davar makabel tumah, and according to that sheet, according to the Magen Avram, second sheet, that he's machmer lechatchila not to be mamid b'davar makabel tumah, that would be a problem. So this, this is a further prat, right? You have a basic machlokas the Chazanish Magen Avram where the mamid b'davar makabel tumah is a problem. If mamid b'davar makabel tumah is a problem, will chatichas eitz, will a chatichas eitz that's put in as a hefzik be the solution? And then there's a further question the Chazanish and the Mishnah Bura whether there's a problem if you if you keep the schach in place with the davar makabotum, or is it only a problem if you support the schach from below with the davar makabotum? Me'ikar din, you probably don't have to be machmer for this at all. Because it's one day in the Magen Avram, it's, it's a chumrah to begin with. The chazanish me'ikar adin didn't think that you had to be machmer. So, a person should try to be machmer, but you know, if a person's invited out to a sukkah to someone else and he notices that he, the person was machmer with the davar I think you can make a bracha on the sukkah. You can make a bracha on the sukkah. If a person is, uh, you know, is taking a trip and he and he see the only sukkah available is some is a sukkah that they were mamed without makabel you can make a bracha on the sukkah. But for a person making their own sukkah, it's probably appropriate to, to try not to be mamed without makabel to do a mamed de mamed. You want to be machmer for the chazanish? You can go further, but at least to try to to try to be mamed de mamed, so the sukkah is not resting directly on the metal. 
in most circumstances, it's not going to be a problem anyway, because the way that people put up schach, they often don't put it directly on the metal itself. Um, they, they often sell with the sukkah, they sell certain beams that are, that are notched, that fit into the modular sukkahs, that like they, they stay in place. And then you put the schach on top of those beams. So since those beams are made out of wood, they're not makabal tumah, so by definition, in most of the modular sukkahs, you're always doing a mamad de mamad. So in most circumstances, it's not really an issue at all. Uh, sometimes when you have the metal frame, so people put the schach directly in the metal frame. So it's probably better not to. If you're going to be machmer for the Magen Avram, second shita, better not to put the schach directly on the metal, on the metal frame or the, or the plastic, uh, the hard plastic walls. Better to have a piece of wood on top of the wall and then to put the schach on top of the piece of wood. The notch wouldn't be considered a base kibble to make that beam? Uh... I don't think so. Is it a base kibble? Can it be macabre anything? held in place so that's called being macabre I'm not sure if that's called uh, I assume I assume the post can feel that it's not called a dove macabre because if that's the case then no, then no one no one would do that they would, they would just put a piece of wood so the fact that they uh, the fact that all the companies make the notches we must assume that that's not called macabre so then it, it would be called uh, it would be called mamed I think so it would be called a mamed de mamed yes you probably could. You probably could. The case that we're talking about is that the mamid is the wall. So it's hard to say that the wall is considered schach because it's vertical. But if you actually were to put you know, pieces of wood down, which could serve as schach, and then you put wood on top of that, then that, that is a mamad de mamad. So it happens to be that part of your schach. The case that we gave before, the, the wood with the notches, that's schach kosher. It's not, it's, there's no reason why it's, it should be schach kosher. But here it's serving as a mamad of the rest of the schach. So maybe it itself would not be kosher to be schach because your mamad would have a but the reality is it's saving the rest of the schach because it turns the rest of the schach into a mamad de mamad, and that will be mashed the rest of the schach. Many have uh, a custom of, of using mats for schach, as you mentioned, right? Mats. So, is there any issue with using the mats? Oh, so the Mishnah in Sukkot, if you test on the base, talks about machzeles konim. Machzeles konim gedola. Machzeles konim tana. Complicated sugi there at the end of the first parak. So, suffice it to say, the Mishnah says that if I saw the shkiva, if you made it to lie on, that's makabal toma. You can't be mesakech with that, for sure. If you made it l'sikuch, if it was made b'kavona f'schach, that's not makabal tumah, and you can't be mesakech. Shaila is, if you made it stam, that's, that's where it gets complicated in the sugi. But the, the rule is that if it's tame, if it's made for shchiva, then it's tameya, it's makabal tumah. If it's made for schach, then it's not makabal tumah. B'zman azeh, most of the mats that we have most of the mats that we have, they're made for, for schach. I know in China they make mats for people to sleep on maybe, but most of the mats that we're talking about, they, I think all the mats, they have companies that are making mats, l'shem uh, schach. So this issue of, of what was the kavana, what's the din of a stam kavana by machzeles, l'chorah does not apply so much to the one because it's obvious that they made it l'sikuch. Yes? Sorry, just a question from before I got reminded. Um, it doesn't matter 
how much of this fact is the the the, uh, the government allocability in my mind, meaning is it, if its weight could be let's say you have five four across your circuit, you have four wooden beams, right? So it's touching the metal. You're you have prefab circuit, so it's touching the metal. So meaning is it how do we define whether it actually is being mined or not, meaning the metal? Well, normally what happens is if you put the pieces of wood and then, you, and then perpendicular to the pieces of wood, you put the schach, so then the pieces of wood are being mounted the schach. Because if you wouldn't have the wood, then it would fall I'm through. I'm talking about a mat situation. A mat. If you had a mat, so you'd block off and putting it perpendicular to it. Ah, we're going to talk about that. That's a good point. We'll get to it. So first of all, in terms of the Kabbalah's Tumah, Mistamah mats are going to be made with Shem Sikuch, so they're not going to be in the Kabbalah Tumah. So what's the what could be the shaila? So some suggested maybe there should be a gzeras tikra here. There's a concept called gzeras tikra. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir have a machlokas in the Mishnah and Sukkot Daf Yudalad and Aleph whether you can be mesakchin binasarin. Can you make schach out of planks of wood, beams of wood? There's a machlokas Rav and Shmuel. What the machlokas tanoim is going on? The Shulchan Aruch paskins that if you make the sukkah out of planks of wood that are dalit tfachim, if they're four tfachim or more, then chazal will goze. It will goze because it looks like a tikra. So someone's going to think, if I can use this for my, for my schach, then I can be misakech um, tachas tikras beisi. could also use the roof, the roof of your home. And that, of course, is puzzle. That's a bias. That's not a sukkah. So Chazal Bogoza are Gzeras Tikra. So in the case of Dalit Fachin, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that the Nesorim Apostle by Dalit Fachin. So comes the Beis Yosef in Simantof Reish and quotes a tshuva of the Rashbah. The Rashbah says, what happens if you are Machaber Nesorim that are less than Dalit Fachin, and together they become Dalit Fachin? So Dr. Rashbah, that also is possible. Since you have a, a Chibur of the Nesorim together, even if each Neser, each, each beam, each plank, is less than Dalit Fachim, but the Chibur unites them, it joins them together, and then it's viewed as Neser Echad, and the, and the Gzeris Tikka should apply uh, to them. But Yoshev wanted to say, based on this, that maybe there should be a problem with the mats, because how are the mats made? They're made out of bamboo that is strung together, Yomachaber together, and it's much more than Dalit Fachim. So he initially, when they brought him the mats, he initially wanted a paskin based on this rashba. It's a collector's item rashba in the Beis Yosef. So he wanted a paskin based on this rashba that maybe the mat should be a problem. Because of Xeris Tikra, because of the rashba, that you machaber the Nasarim together until you have Dalit Fachim, so that should be a problem of Xeris Tikra. Others weren't so convinced. Yeah, question? Who said that? Rebel Yashiv. Rebel Yashiv. The Avnei Nezer writes in a tshuva in Simen Tofai and Gimel that when that goes there on Machzeles, Mishum Tikra, if the rain can come through the Machzeles, it's not put together in such a strong way, it, the rain can easily come through. So there's no Xeras Tikra, it doesn't look like a Tikra, there's nothing to worry about. Others claim that, that our mats are made out of bamboo, that's not, that's not Nisarim in the Gemara, Nisarim means planks, planks of wood. No one builds a roof out of bamboo. Maybe in China they'll do that, but in, in areas where we're living, they're, they're not building the roofs, the roofs out, of, out of bamboo. So even if you string it together, the, the whole idea of a Xeris Tikra shouldn't apply to the mats. That's what others wanted to say. Rabbi Shachta commented that, that apparently uh, Rabbi Yoshev later was, was Chozeba. I'm not sure about the history, but that's, that's what Rabbi Shachta suggested. 
that he heard Rebbe Yoshev was chozeb on the end, and he too was mekel in the mats, that the gzeras tikkur should not apply. So what's the only issue that remains in the mats? It's not gzeras tikkur, and it's not mekabel toma. So is there any issue that remains? Some pointed out, yeah, there still is a problem. How do they string it together? So some mats are strung together with like a nylon cord. So the nylon cord is not kosher l'schach, it's not gidu karka. Just a synthetic material. So if you string it together with nylon cord, that should be a problem of mame bedavar apostle Oh, but just one second. That's a machlokas dechazanish in the Mishnah right? This is not. You're not supporting. Are you supporting the schach? Well, that's the question, right? If you if you put the mat in such a way that it's not perpendicular to the wood that's holding it up. So then the, the nylon cord taka is supporting the, the mat because without the nylon cord, the bamboo would just fall to the ground. So the first thing you should probably do is put the mat perpendicular to the beams below. So if it's put perpendicular, then you're not mame bedavah makabotum, you're not mame bedavah bedavah poselishach with the nylon th- thread because, you're, uh, because you have beams below that are supporting the schach. The problem is still, according to the chazanish, uh, according to the mishnabura, even if you're not being mame bedav makabel but you're you're keeping the schach in place with a davar makabel tumah, with the davar hapos hapos so lechor that should be a problem too. So some suggest that maybe you should put a piece of wood on top of the mat, have wood on the bottom, wood on top. If you do that, then you're certainly not being mame bedavar hamakabel That's the best thing to do, to support the the mat with wood on the bottom. And then to put some pieces of wood on the top, which is probably recommended anyway, because if not, if the wind blows, it'll, it'll blow the mat down. It's probably better to put the pieces of wood anyway. But as a result of putting the pieces of wood, you basically nullify the effect of the nylon cord, and that would not be considered ma'amid b'davim akabotum. There are some companies of mats that string the, the bamboo together with hemp. It's not nylon, and it's not... Uh, it's not rope because it's not twisted and twined. It's just it's regular hemp. So that's that's kosher kosher lechachila lemahadrin. That's the best because it's not makabel tuma bechalal. It's gidul lekarka and it's not makabel tuma. So if you have such a mat, then uh, then you actually wouldn't have to put the wood below or put wood on top. It's probably recommended to put the wood on top anyway because if not, uh, it'll just fall apart. Right? It'll just blow blow away. But in terms of halacha, it wouldn't be a problem anymore because the string that's keeping it together is really not a string at all. It's uh, it's gedule karka itself. Cotton thread should be okay. I'm sorry. Cotton thread. So cotton karka. Cotton thread is gedule karka, but they point out that there is a Rashi. The Sharetzian points out that there's a Rashi, Rashi in a Magid Mishnah, that that says that uh, that if you twine. If you twine the thread mid rabbanon, it might it might be considered makabel tumah. This is in the Mishnah Bura, um, in Simon Tafresh Chavtes Sivkotin Yud Gimel, and the Sharetzi in there Sivkotin Chav. The Sharetzi he quotes Rashi in Shabbos and Daf Samachdalad Amad Aleph that if you if you twist the uh, the threads twist the cotton to threads and then you braid it into a rope so any any woven material is considered a Dev Makabotum and that would be puzzle. it might be puzzle Midrabonan uh, it might not be Absol Daraisa but it still is Absol so it's probably better not to not to make the string out of, uh, out of cotton okay
questions? Yes. I don't understand how the the um, planks of wood on top of the mat would would take a would um, would be considered mamid the um, the bamboo at all. It's not being mamid. It's actually keeping it in place. There are two issues. One is yeah. to support it, and the other is to keep it in place. If you have wood underneath, that's supporting the beam. That's supporting the schach, but the wood on top is keeping it in place. So now the effect of the string is not really felt. So that's why it wouldn't be a problem. Uh, oh, just to be, for the sheet that says... Just that for, the, for the Mishnah Bura that holds that you even have to keep it in place with a Dabashat and a Kabbalah. There are those who point out that maybe it shouldn't be a problem Bechlal because the, the need for the, for the string is not for a situation where there's a Ruach Metsuya that's blowing. It's for a very strong wind. And maybe you don't have to be Choshish for such a strong wind. Right? You don't want the mat to, to fly in all directions. So therefore, they, they tie it together. But technically speaking, technically speaking, it's not keeping it in place. It's being kept in place by itself, right? You don't, you don't really need it to keep it in place. So there are some who claim that it's really not a problem anyway. But it's better to put the, the piece of wood on top, uh, on top anyway. So it's kedai to do. Kedai, from a practical standpoint, it's better to do. So from a halachic, uh, you know, to be choshish for that, for that uh, halacha as well, perhaps it's better to put the piece of wood on top. Okay. The Mishnah of Tezvavim and Aleph in Sukkah says, Achotet begodesh lasos lo sukkah in a sukkah. Someone who hollows out a godish, a haystack, to make a sukkah, that's not a sukkah. Why is this possible? So the Gemara says, it's based on a pasuk. Pasuk says, Chag asukas tas lo hashuas yamim tasa velomena osir. That the sukkah has to be made with a maisa asir. Asir sa sukkah, binyin asukkah. It has to be a positive asiyah. It can't be that you've done something and then and then memela the sukkah appears. Like if you have a, you have a haystack, right, which is full of hay, and then you're going to hollow out the, the bottom. So it turns out that that this schach is sort of creating itself without without nasiyah. It's not that you had a wall and you put schach on top of it, but rather you hollowed out the bottom, the meila, the schach appeared. So that's not a tasa, that's not a maisasi, that's going to be possible. What says the Gemara? Let's say you had you had a tefach, b'meshach, zayin al zayin. Let's say when you put the haystack down, you were careful that that you had a tefach, just a tefach opening. Somehow you were, you were able to, to engineer it that there was a tefach, the meshach zayin. Right? A tefach, the meshach zayin. That's open. Right? So from the beginning, when you, when you put the, the hay down, you had a dofen of at least one tefach. Right? And the meshach zayin, you had, the, you had this opening. So that would be kosher. Why? Because be'emes, you have the ohel. You have the shame ohel over here. You have schach. The only problem is you don't have the full dofen. The dofen has to be ten tfachim, so you still have to hollow it out to make it ten tfachim. So comes the Gemara, and the Zayin, it says, the rule of Tasev, Alomena Asli, applies only to the schach, not to the defunders. So as long as you had a tefach echad, meshach zayin, zayin al zayin, then it's not a problem to hollow out the rest, because it turns out that you really had the schach in the beginning, there was a maisa asi on the schach, it's just there was no maisa asi on the dofen, but if Tasev, Alomena Asli is only a psul and schach, not a defunders, and this wouldn't be a problem. Okay, this is the Gemara. What's a Shaila Lemaisa that relates to this? Most people are not going to make a sukkah out of uh, hollowed out um, haystack. So the Ramah, at the end of Simon Tafresh Lamed Hay, quotes a very interesting halacha. The, the, the Ramah says, What's the din 
What's it then? Let's say, let's say you want to make the, you want to put up your schach before the defanus. What kind of a strange idea is that? How can you put up the schach without the defanus? So if you make a, a sukkah out of the, you know, the metal frame sukkah, sukkah, so sometimes it's actually easier to put up the metal frame. Don't put up the defanus yet. Don't put up the canvas. First put up the schach. It's easier if you don't have canvas because then you can walk through the sukkah with the schach. So a person might have the idea, maybe I'll, I'll put up the metal frame. I won't put up the defanas yet. I'll put up the schach, and then later I'll, I'll put up the defanas. So comes the Ramah and says, don't do that. Don't put up the schach before the defanas. Explains the Mishnah Bura that you need the schach to be made l'shem tzel. That means that it has to be an ohel b'shas hanocha. Without mechitzas, it's not an ohel. You need a little bit of a mechitza to have the shame ohel on the gag. So if you have a, a tefach echad b'meshech zayin, so then you have a little bit of a dolphin, it's just it's not a dolphin kosher, that's an ohel. The gag is a gag, it's a gag on something. But if there's no mechitza v'chlal, if you just have the metal frame, there is no dolphin at all. So the schach is not an ohel in that case. That's serving as a gag on top of a, on top of a mechitza. So if you put up the, the schach first and then you put up the dolphin, it'll turn out that the schach is becoming kosher not through a maisa asiya, but the mela, after the dolphin is up, then the schach is kosher. It's tasa, it's mina asli. It's not a tasa, so that's going to be possible. It's something to keep in mind. That you have a big shul sukkah, sometimes it's a lot easier to walk through and to put the schach up, but that's not, that's not the proper thing to do. You should put up the dolphinus first and then put up the schach. Because if you don't, it will be a psal of tasa v'lamanas. The Gemara Daf Chavdalat Amadeis writes that a mechitza sheni yechol lama beruach matzuya ain't a mechitza. Any mechitza that can't stand beruach matzuya is psula. It's not called a mechitza. What does that mean? That it's not sheni yechol lama beruach matzuya. So the Sharetzion. Simon Tofresh Lametz, a cotton man hay, is Medayak from Rashi in the Gemara, that the Mechitza doesn't have to be blown down by the Ruach. Even if it's moved by the Ruach, the Ruach is Molicha Umevia, is the Lashon of Rashi. The Ruach moves it here and there, it moves the Mechitza. That's not called a Mechitza. Right? It's Eino Omi Beruach Matsuya. A normal wind is going to blow the Mechitza back and forth. That's not a Mechitza. It has to be solid. It has to be strong. If it's going to be blown back and forth by the wind, it's not going to, that's not called a Mechitza. The Chazanish disagreed. He said that Pshan and Rashi is different. Rashi never meant to say that you're just going to move, it's just going to move a little bit. That's, that's not what he meant. He meant that if it can't be Omi Beruach Matsuya, but rather the Ruach is going to move the Mechitza. So much so that it's going to be three tfachim from its original point. Right? If the mechitza, mechitza is going to be moved by the wind in such a way that it's going to be three tfachim from its original makam. If it's three tfachim from its original makam, then that whole segment that's three tfachim away, that whole segment that's more than three tfachim away, command the lessons as if it doesn't exist. So if that doesn't exist, then you're not going to have a dolphin. That's what the Gemara meant to say. Not that if the wind blows the machitza a little bit, it's going to be possible. But no, if the wind blows it so much that it's more than three tfachim, three tfachim is always kelova dummy, it's kesasim dummy. So if you blow it, if you blow part of the machitza 
three tvachim or more away from the rest of the mechitzas, and it's not kesasim dami. It's like it doesn't exist. The mechitzas nisbatla in such a case. Mechitzas nisbatla. So then, uh, so then, then the mechitzas is going to be ksula. That's what the gemara meant. Comes the Shulchan Aruch in Siman Tavreish Lamed and Sefiyot quotes and quotes by Rabbeinu Peretz. Rabbeinu Peretz was machmer even f- further. He says that because of this halacha, you shouldn't make the funos out of sedinim. You shouldn't make walls out of sheets, maybe even out of canvas. Don't don't make it out of sedinim, even if you tie it down very tightly. He says, "Why Dilma Mintiki Vilav Adaitim? Maybe maybe it'll get separated, and you're not going to realize. Maybe the ropes will separate. You won't realize it." And then the mechitza is going to blow, and uh, the mechitza is going to be a mechitza psula. So what should you do? What you can't have a canvas sukkah. You can only make a sukkah out of out of wooden uh, boards. So he says the only thing that you can do is make lovewood conim or lovewood strings around. Right? If you want to have a, a sukkah, a metal sukkah with canvas, what you should do is after you put up the metal, put strings around two point nine tefachim from each other. You'll, you'll need four, four strings because 2.9 times 3 is not going to equal 10. But if you if you put four strings, 2.9 from each other, in total it's going to be more than 10 tefachim. You'll have a 10 tefachim machitza. That's your real machitza. The canvas is is fitzniyus ba'alma. Right? You don't want people to look into your sukkah when you're, when you're eating there. But what's the real machitza al-pidin? The lovet strings. And that's fine because the lovet strings are not going to are not going to fall away. Right? It's, they don't have to be tied down. By definition, condom, the strings, they're, they're completely tight. There's no, there's no question that they're going to stay there. So the loved strings are the real machitza. That would be okay. But if not, we're afraid that if you, even if you tie down the stinim, they're going to become untied. The tying is going to, is going to loosen up. And then, you, and then you're going to have a problem. So he says you shouldn't make uh, the phonus out of stinim. Some point out that you've got to be careful about this. Let's say a person goes home and their parents have built the sukkah already, but they heard in the yeshiva that they should make lovewood strings. Lovewood strings will solve the problem over here. So don't make the lovewood strings without moving the schach a little bit. Right? You've got to pick up and put down the schach because if you're going to put the lovewood strings up after the sukkah's already been built, the sukkah's built with the canvas, with the metal and the schach, it's tasif alamana asli. It'll turn out that you're being machsha yeschach without putting up the schach, because the only way the schach became kosher is when the dofen is there. But if the stinim are not a dofen kosher, then it's the loved strings that are the dofen kosher, then you have to put up the loved strings before the schach. So if the schach is, is, is put up already, then just pick up the schach and put it down. It's like a new asiyah, and that'll be machsher, the sukkah. Some suggest that maybe Rabbi Neperitz's chumah shouldn't apply to Zvanazeh. Because most of our canvas sukkahs are attached, they're tied down to the sukkah with the Velcro. And people say Velcro is much stronger than, uh, than string. The Chumar of the Shulchan Aruch is saying if you're going to tie it down with string, some even wanted to suggest that maybe the canvas, Rabbi Shechter, I think, wanted to suggest that at some point I heard the Shmo, that since the canvas has, has metal grommets, it's not that you're tying it down. Now, the problem is if you tie down a, a sheet, if there's a strong enough wind, it, it'll rip. It'll rip and then it'll, it'll billow in the wind. If you have canvas with, with metal grommets, that, that canvas is not going anywhere. The canvas with the metal grommets, you tie it down with string, with, uh, you know, with a good uh, rope, it's probably not going not gonna to go anywhere. It, uh, it could be a Ruach Shein Metsuya will, uh, will, will, blow, will blow it. It'll, it'll knock it down. But the Ruach Shein Metsuya is going to knock down any sukkah. 
So maybe if you have the canvas with the metal grommets that are reinforced, the holes are reinforced, maybe it shouldn't be a problem. But others say nowadays it's all Velcro. Velcro is even better. Velcro is, is so they use it in space. It's, Velcro is a, is a very strong uh, tie. So someone has suggested maybe it shouldn't be a problem anyway. Maybe you shouldn't even need the beloved strings. But miostav altikarira, the simple solution is to use the strings, and then and then you won't have a problem. That's the best thing to do with the with the canvas sukkas. Questions? Yeah. Considering that the strings aren't doing anything, it's not holding up the stock itself, physically speaking. Can they be made out of anything like uh, tape? That's not. Really yeah, they're they're the funnels. They can be made out of string, which which also might be possible for schach if it's twined. But they can be made out of anything because they're only serving as the funnels. They're not being mamed schach. Exactly, it's not a problem. So this is a, it's a very lamdish uh, sukkah that you can have over here. You can have the love of strings plus the metal. Then you'll have a piece of wood on top of the metal to make sure it's a mamed mamed with the schach. It's a whole it's a whole shear. The sukkah can be a whole shear shear clothing. Okay, the Mishnah on Daftes quotes Machlokas Beishai Beisilel where the sukkah Yishana is psula or not. Do you need a sukkah that's nasa l'shem achad? Do you need l'shma in sukkah? Beishamai says that you do. That a sukkah Yishana that means that if it, if it hasn't been made l'shem hachag and it's been made more than thirty days before the yomtiv, any sukkah that's made within thirty days of the yomtiv, we assume it's it's tamal l'shma. But if it's made more than 30 days before the Yom Tov and it was not made L'Shem HaChag, so Meshav apostles, they say, L'Chol L'Shem Chovcha. Chag HaSukos Pasel L'Chashev HaZyom. And Basilel use L'Cha for a different Russia. They say that you don't need L'Shem in Sukkah. The Gemara Dav Chesam Ebeis quotes a different case. The case of Sukkah's Ganvach. What's Sukkah's Ganvach? It's, it's an abbreviation. Sukkah's Goyim Noshim Behema, Kusin, basically means a sukkah that was not made the shame sukkah, right? The, the nashim are not are not mechuyavos in the mitzvah and goyim are not uh, are not mechuyav in the mitzvah. It was a sukkah that was not made the shame sukkah. So the Gemara says sukkahs ganvach. What's the brayse? Sukkahs ganvach is kshera, even if it was not made the shema, as long as it was made the shame sale sukkah. That's what the brayse says. As long as the sukkah was made the shame sale sukkah, then it's kshera. As opposed to what? I mean, for what other reason would you would you be building a sukkah? The sukkah is made for shade, right? So the Gemara, the, the Farshim there on the Gemara explains that as opposed to if it was made litznius ba'alma, just to protect from someone being able to look into the sukkah, right? Or if it was made lodeba kalashana, that's not l'shem tzel sukkah. It may have been made l'shem tzel, but if it's made lodeba kalashana, that doesn't have a status of a sukkah. A sukkah is a temporary dwelling. It can be made in a very strong way, but you only make it for a, for a temporary living. It made for a dira kolashana. That's that's not called a sukkah bichlal. That's a bias. That's not called a sukkah. So the mafarshim point out that beishamai must hold that sukkah's ganvach is psula, because the soda beishamai is that a sukkah has to be made lishma. So the sukkah has to be made lishma. A sukkah that was made. A sukkah yeshana that was made more than 30 days before the Yom Tov, not l'shem achag. Beishami says it's psula. The sukkah's ganvach is no better than that. Sukkah's ganvach is also a sukkah that was not made l'shma. So if Beishami holds it, sukkah yeshana is psula. They have to hold it. Sukkah, sukkah's ganvach has to be psula as well. Okay. That sheet is Beishami. What do Beishilah hold? So Beishilah's claim that sukkah yeshana is kshera, and they would hold sukkah's ganvach as kshera as well. Come Tosis on Daftas, and they quote they quote Yerushalmi. 
that says that even Beisilel holds that a sukkah yishana tzarech lechadish badava. That you have to do something to be lechadish badava. You have to put a little nuschach on that sukkah. Either what's called tefach al tefach or mashu al kula. Either to have a tefach by a tefach of, of schach, of nuschach, that's made the shem chag, or mashu al kula. A mashu of schach, one beam, one, one piece of bamboo al kula. Basil agrees that you need some kind of chiddush, even in a sukkah yishanim. Me'igradin, they hold sukkah yishanim as kshayra, but the yishanim adds to Basil that tzarech l'chadish badam. What kind of a halach is this? It's a machlokas, whether this is just a din l'chadchila, or this is even ma'akeh v'diyevet within Beis Hillel. What's the svar of the Yerushalmi, though? Why should you have to be mechadish v'adavah? What, what, what's the Yerushalmi saying? So the Mishnabura explains in Simetav Rishlam Edvav, Sivkot and Dalid, he quotes from some of the Rishonim, that Beis Hillel has a chashash throughout Rana, that we're concerned that if we allow you to use a sukkah yishana, then you might come to think that even a sukkah that's made, Lodabakalashan, is also ksher. And that's a psaldaraisa. So basically, let's say you gotta do a little bit, you gotta do something, you gotta be Mechanish Badaba, so no one's gonna think that a sukkah that's made, Lodabakalashana, is a sukkah ksher. That's the Yushalmi's chirish. That Lafi Basila, you gotta still do something. It is true that a sukkah that's made, Shalolishma, is Kshera, but there's this Gzeirid Rabbanan that we're afraid that if we allow you to use a Sukkah Yishana, then someone would think, a Sukkah Yishana is Kshera, so I can make a Sukkah, and use it for Sukkahs too, but that's not true. It has to be a Sukkah, it has to be a temporary dwelling. So therefore, Beis Hillel said that you have to be Mechanish Badabah, so people are not going to think uh, that you can make a Sukkah that's Lada Bakalashan. The Mishnah points out that if this is true, that Beis Hillel require you to be mechadish badar by sukkah yeshana, then what should come out is that since sukkah's ganvach is the parallel case, sukkah's ganvach and sukkah and sukkah yeshana go together. So, so just like we would say that Beis Shammai must hold that sukkah's ganvach is psula, even though Beis Hillel will hold that sukkah's ganvach is kshera, but it's no better than the case of sukkah yeshana. So if the Ushami holds by sukkah yeshana, then you have to be mechadish badar Beis Hillel, then by sukkah's ganvach you should have to be mechadish badar too. So if your sukkah is made by, by a non-Jew, let's say the superintendent of your apartment building builds the sukkah. So that sukkah is gamach. Right? He's a person who can't make a lishma. It's not made for him. It's made for the, for the Jewish people who live in the apartment building. But the, but the esod is that a sukkah that's made for a guy, that's a sukkah shalom lishma because the guy is not shayach to sukkah. So it's no different whether it's made for the guy or the guy made the sukkah for the Jew. The reality is a guy can't, can't, uh, can't make something lishma. He can't make a get lishma. He can't write a sefer Torah lishma. He can't make tefillin lishma. So he can't build a sukkah lishma either. So if a non-Jew builds the sukkah, according to, according to the Yerushalmi's understanding of Beis Hillel, the Jew would have to be mechayish badava. That means you have to pick up the schach. You have to pick up the schach and put it down. The whole schach? No. Tefach al tefach or, or a mashu al kula. As long as you move a little bit of the schach, then, then the Jew is putting down some of the schach, then the gzera d'rabana doesn't apply anymore, and then the sukkah is going to be kshem. Any question? I think he has to be involved in the building of the schach because the schach, as you mentioned from Tosas and from others, that's the ikr of the sukkah. So he has to move the schach in order to in order to master the sukkah. The ma'isa, the post can say that even though it's best not to have the sukkah made by someone who can't uh, do, who can't do lishma, 
but uh, again, but the it might be a caution. Right? Even even this this uh, Yerushalmi, it might be a lechatchila dikedin. It might not be b'diavid posel. So this can come up in many different cases, not just the superintendent making the the sukkah. Very often, very often a, a youngster, someone someone below below bar uh, mitzvah, will will build a sukkah on behalf of the family. You have a twelve year old building the sukkah. He's not uh, bar mitzvah, so he's not shy to lishma. So, technically speaking, his sukkah is not uh, is not going to be kosher, right? It's like a sukkah's ganav. There's no different. There's no difference. So, if a sukkah is made either by a non-Jew or made by a katan or made by an isha, the lechatchila, the the adult in the in the family or the Jew in the in the building should try to shake some of the schach to be machshir the schach. Again, if he wasn't able to do it, since it might only be a din. Lechatchila, one can sit in the sukkah on Yom Tov, but lechatchila, uh, it's best to try to, to try to be machshed the sukkah by shaking a little bit of the schach. The Gemara on Daf Yedzayim and Aleph in Sukkah talks about different psulim of sukkah, psulim of schach posel and psulim of avir. Gemara says that schach posel is posel only if it's dalit fachim. The schach posel is dalit fachim, then it passes. If it's less than Dalit Fachim, then it's not going to passel. Dalit Fachim is like a Mokom Choshev, that's a significant shear. So that's going to passel. But if it's less than Dalit Fachim, then it's not going to passel. Less than Dalit Fachim, not only does it not passel, but one is allowed to sit underneath the Schach Passel. It's only three Tfachim or so, and you can even sit underneath that, uh, that three Tfachim of Schach Passel. But if it's Dalit Fachim, then it is Passel. So many point out that you should be careful when you have decorations in the sukkah that you shouldn't have any low-hanging decorations in the sukkah. If the decorations are within Dalit Fachim of the sukkah, of the schach, the decorations are within Dalit Fachim of the schach, then they're, they're bottled to the schach. It's within Dalit Fachim to the schach. It doesn't matter how long the decorations are. Even if they're, they're Dalit Fachim long, Dalit Fachim, right? They, they, could, they could be very long, very big. But the reality is, if they're within Dalat Fachim of the Sach, then they're bottled to the Sach, so they're not significant. But if they hang down from the Sach more than Dalat Fachim, then they can't be considered bottled to the Sach. And then if they're Dalat Fachim long, well, actually, if they hang down Dalat Fachim, then they, then they are Dalat Fachim long. So then they will be Sach Basel, and you would not be able to sit under, under that uh, decoration, right? Because that would be like Sach Basel. You'd be sitting under Sach Basel. It's important to keep in mind that the, that the decoration should not hang down Dalat Fachim. From the schach. That's as far as schach posel. In terms of avir, so avir passes begimel tefachim. As long as you don't have lavud, if the avir between the, the pieces of schach is gimel tefachim or more, then you're not going to have lavud. So then the avir, the, the avir is going to is going to passel. But if it's less than gimel tefachim, then lavud kisasim dami, it doesn't passel the sukkah. But the difference between Avir and Tzach Pasel is that less than Gimel Tvachim will not pass the Sukkah, but you can't sit underneath the Avir. You only sit underneath Tzach, you can't sit underneath Avir. If you have Dalit Tvachim and Tzach Pasel it passes, less than Dalit Tvachim doesn't pass, and you can sit underneath it. Gimel Tvachim of Tzach, Gimel Tvachim of Avir will pass, less than Gimel Tvachim of Avir doesn't pass, but you can't sit underneath it. So what's the Chilat? If both situations, the sukkah is ksherah, so why should there be a difference between avir as opposed to schach pasal? So the Mishnabura, <coughs> Mishnabura and Simon 
Tafresh Lamed Beis, Sifkat Yud says that the difference is that Avir, the Hefzik by Avir is more nicker, it's more recognizable. The Hefzik by the Avir between the bamboo is more recognizable, so therefore, you can't sit, you can't sit there. Schach posel, if you have less than Dalet Fachim, so it, it looks like Schach, it's not as recognizable as the Avir, but by Avir, since it's, it's so recognizable, so you can't, you can't sit under the, the, the Avir, even if it's not Gimel Fachim, even if it won't posel the Sukkah, but you still should, you still can't sit underneath the Avir. Ask the Rosh, you can't sit underneath the Avir, so how can any Sukkah be Ksher? Hechel Matzino a Sukkah that doesn't have Avir in the Schach, He's assuming that the standard sukkah had avir in the schach. I'm not talking about making a sukkah so thick. So if you're going to have avir in the schach, then you're not going to be able to sit anywhere. You can't sit underneath any of the avir, so you'll be sitting under part schach kasha and part schach posel. So how, how is this going to work? So the Rosh has a chiddush that the only time that avir is a problem, again, we're talking about avir that's less than gimel tvachim, that doesn't passel the sukkah, but you can't sit underneath the avir. You can't sit underneath the airspace. So, so says the Rosh, the only Avir that's going to be a problem if, is if it's Avir al-Pnei Kula. If you have Avir running straight through the Sukkah, that's a Chosh of Avir, that's going to be a problem. That you can't sit, sit underneath. But the little pieces of Avir, the little the little uh, air spaces that you have within the, within the bamboo, within the Schach, in each and every point, that's not Chosh of enough, that's not significant enough, that you can sit underneath, there's no problem. You'll be sitting underneath the Schach and sitting underneath the Avir, it's all Botol and Mavotol, it's all Lava Kisas and Dami, that's not going to be a problem. So some point out that, it, that because of this rush, it's a good idea when you put up the schach to put one piece of schach the other way. Put one piece of schach perpendicular to the rest of the schach. So if you have mats, put one piece of schach perpendicular on top so that you won't have avir al kula. And then you'll solve this problem. There won't be any problem. Another halacha in schach is called dofen akuma. If you have um, a bent wall. What does it mean a bent wall? So if you have schach puzzle, we said that schach puzzle puzzles bedalit vachim. That's if it's beemtza, but but minatzad on the side of the coast cell, so then schach puzzle will puzzle only bedalit amis. It means that if you have, let's say you have a sukkah, right? You have schach kasha. Somehow in the middle you have schach puzzle. Right. So if it's beemtza, then it puzzles bedalit vachim. It's less than bedalit vachim. It's not going to puzzle. But if it's if it's minatzad, let's say you have a lot of schach puzzle on the side, right? Well, let's say you have a sukkah. Let's say you have a perfectly good sukkah with no schach puzzle, but there's an overhang from your house. There's an awning with an overhang, metal overhang. And I don't know. There's maybe five tefachim, ten tefachim, right? So minatzad schach puzzle puzzle is only bedalid amis. So if it's only gimel amis, not tefachim. It's only Gimel Amas, it's not going to pass on Minatzad. Why? Because we say Dofen Akuma. We look at it as though the wall is bent. It's bent until the point of the, of the Schach Hashem. So it's not a problem? If it will be Schach Pasel, then it would have a Pasel. But this is not Schach, it's really a Dofen. If it's Minatzad, then it can, it can be viewed as a Dofen Akuma, and then it's not going to Pasel. Because the Schach really, really begins past the Dofen. So if you have an overhang, we treat the overhang as a Hemshech of the of the wall, right? The, the overhang makes the schach below it, schach puzzle, but the wall continues to the schach puzzle until the schach, and then 
And then the schach actually, un- until past the, the overhang, and the schach that's past the overhang is going to be schach kosher. But clearly, this kind of schach parcel, if it's more than dalit fachim, you're not going to be able to sit underneath it because it's not schach, it's really a dolphin. That's the difference between schach parcel, be'emtse, and schach minatzad, and schach parcel minatzad. If it's minatzad, then it has a din of a, of a dolphin. So if it's minatzad and it's only gimel tfachim minatzad, then you can sit underneath it. It's no different whether, whether it's minatzad or, or if it's be'emtse. But if it's more than Dalit Fachim Minatsad, but less than Dalit Amis, it still won't pass the sukkah, but you can't sit below it because it's viewed as a dolphin, it's not viewed as schach. Yes. Okay. Questions? The Gemara and Daftes in Sukkah, Darshan is from the Post of Chagah Sukkah, Stas Lachashivas Yamim Lashem, that Shem Shachal Shem Shemaim Al Chagiga, Kachal Shem Shemaim Al Sukkah. They're just like on the carbon there's a Haloshem Shemayim, there's a Kedusha. So, so too there's a Kedusha on the Sukkah. The Sukkah is hooked to the Mitzvasa, and it's also Bahana as a result. It's hooked to the Mitzvasa. Haloshem Shemayim ala Sukkah. What part of the Sukkah is there a Haloshem Shemayim? So, Machlok is the Rosh and the Rambam. The Rosh holds that this only applies to Atzei Schach, because the Schach is the Iker of the Sukkah. So, the Kedush of the Sukkah is going to be Chal on the Schach, but not on the Fonus. And the Rambam holds that it's Chal on the Dauphin as well. That the Isra no of Sukkah applies to the Dauphin too. What's this based on? Could it be that there's a Machloikis, the Rosh and the Rambam? What the Iker of the Sukkah is? That the Rambam holds that the Iker of the Sukkah is not just the Schach, it's the Fonus too? The Chaim in his Sefer didn't think so. He felt that everyone holds that the Schach is the Iker. But the problem is that, that you need a dolphin too. The dolphin is necessary as it's nigh for the Heksher Mitzvah Sukkah. Yet the Schach can't stand alone. It needs a dolphin as well. Not that the dolphin is viewed as the Iker of the Sukkah. The Sukkah is Nikra Al Shem Aschach. But without a dolphin, the Schach can't be kosher. So because of that, this halacha, the Chal Shem Shemayim Al Sukkah, applies to the Dufanus too because the Dufanus are necessary for the Sukkah as well, for the Shem Sukkah as well. And in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Tofer, Shlam Echeh, Sifalev, they pass like the Rambam, that Chal Shem Shemayim al applies to the Defanus too, not just to the Schach. So, for this reason, one would not be allowed to take a part of the Sukkah. Let's say you want to take one of the bamboo sticks. You want to play baseball in Cholamoy with the bamboo stick. You want to use it for something. You want to use it for a barbecue. So you would not be allowed to do it. It's 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 Asabana. It's Hukzulam Etzvah, so you wouldn't be able to use it. According to the Rambam, you wouldn't be able to use part of the Dauphin also. Because uh, you're being you're being nenim in asuka, and the chal shem shemayim al asuka, according to the Rambam, applies even to the defunus. What's it that if you want to lean chairs on the wall of the sukkah, it's also being nenim from the sukkah? Is that permissible? So the Mishnah quotes the famous comment of the Taz. Mishnah Bura in Tafresh Lamaches of Cotton Dalit. He quotes from the Taz that uh, it's okay, it's mutter to lean something on the sukkah. Why? Because the only Isr Hano that the sukkah has is if, is if you mevatel the chelik of the sukkah from its mitzvah. You take it away from its mitzvah, now it's not serving as a chefza shal sukkah, then, then there's a problem. It's hooked to the mitzvah, so it can only be used for the mitzvah. But if you mevatel it from its mitzvah, then, then you're being nanam in a sukkah, and that's the violation of the isr. But leaning the chair against the wall of the sukkah, you're not being mevatel the sukkah from its mitzvah. The wall is just as kosher as before. You can use it as a, as a wall. It's just you're be you you know you're you're being nana a little bit from the from the wall, but that's not a problem of chal shem shemayim al sukkah. 
problem is that the sukkah is hooked to the mitzvah, so it can only be used for the mitzvah. You can't use it for a purpose that's not for the mitzvah. But if you're being nana from it, while at the same time it can be used for the mitzvah, then it's kosher. There should be no problem. Yes. Yeah, it's only it's only on on the yamtif itself that you can't use it. After yamtif, you can you can certainly use the sukkah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is anyone who's been You're saying it's not it's not even that you're being nana from the sukkah, you're taka using the sukkah in the way that it's supposed to be used. Right. It's, it's interesting interesting idea. Interesting idea. The svar that we're giving would apply even even if you're not leaning uh, leaning chairs, right? Let's say let's say you're leaning something on the outside of the sukkah. Right? So according to this logic that's still mutter, because you're not being the vatel, the dolphin from its mitzvah. Right? It still is used for the mitzvah, but the mitzvah is not outside the sukkah, the mitzvah is, the mitzvah is inside the sukkah. So it would still be permissible to lean something on the outside of the sukkah. Let's say a circumstance where you, you want to lean something on the outside of the sukkah, that still would be permissible according to this svar. Even though you're not actually using it, you're not using the sukkah for its mitzvah by leaning something against the wall. Okay, till now we've talked about the mitzvah of asiyah sasukkah. Is that actually a mitzvah? We keep on saying the mitzvah of building a sukkah is really a mitzvah. So, truth be told, it's really just a hersha mitzvah to build a sukkah. We spent a lot of time talking about the hersha mitzvah of sukkah. It's not even the mitzvah. The mitzvah, the mitzvah is yeshiva sukkah to actually sit in the sukkah, to live in the sukkah. Asiyas sukkah is only a mitzvah, is only a hersha for the mitzvah of sukkah. There's a famous comment that the that the netziv in the Hamik Sha'ola has. He says that whenever the hersha mitzvah is called about Torah, so then it has a status of a mitzvah. Since it says in the Pasuk, Chaga Sukkos Tasa L'Chashivas Yomim, we've learned so much from that Pasuk. It says, Tasa L'Chashivas Yomim, so that's a Hersha Mitzvah HaKosavat Torah. So it almost has the status of a Mitzvah. For certain halachas, it'll have the status of a Mitzvah. He proves from Rashi and Makkas also. Rashi says, Chatovas Eitzim for a Sukkah. That's a Chatovas Mitzvah. Sounds like Rashi holds that Asiyas HaSukkah really is a Mitzvah. It's up to Mitzvah. That's because it's a Hersha Mitzvah HaKosavat Torah. So, since it's mentioned in the Torah, it really has the status of a mitzvah. What's enough kamina, whether it has a status of a mitzvah or not? So one of the issues that they, that they point out is that maybe mitzvah bo yosem mi b'shulcho. Maybe there's a mitzvah for a person to be osek in the asiyas hasukah. He shouldn't just give it to his uh, child, to his adult child even. He should be osek in the building of the sukkah himself, mitzvah bo. It's better to do the mitzvah himself, at least to do the mitzvah a little bit himself. He can leave the yeoman's uh, job, the, the the role for someone else, but at least be osek a little bit in the building of the of the sukkah, so that he'll be he'll be mekayim the mitzvah, mekayim the mitzvah. There is a Yerushalmi that tosses in sukkah quotes and daf Vav that maybe you make a brocha on the building of a sukkah. So that also might might relate to this that uh, it's viewed somehow as a mitzvah since it's kosher batara, it's viewed as a mitzvah. So you make a brocha on the building of the sukkah. We don't pass like that. We pass like like the gemara menaches. That only a mitzvah that asiyos is gemar mitzvah, so that's the kind of mitzvah that you can make a bracha on. So since the building of the sukkah is really just a hechsher for the mitzvah of yeshiva sukkah, so you're not going to make a bracha on, on the asiyos sukkah. But it might have a status of a mitzvah, at least a little bit. The status of a mitzvah it might be kedai for a person to to be involved a little bit in the in the building of the sukkah. So the mitzvah is 
Yeshiva sukkah, living in the sukkah, spending time in the sukkah. What was the lashon of the Babli? The lashon of the? The Babli? Okay, it has to be the Gemar HaMitzvah. So we know that a person makes a bracha, Leishiba Sukkah, if you enter into the Sukkah to eat, how much do you have to eat in order to, to be chayiv in the bracha of Leishiba Sukkah? You have to eat Achilas Keva. Achilas Keva. A little, bo- a little more than a kibetz of pas. But if you eat the peros, or you want to drink, a, sh- a shtia sarai, a shtia outside the sukkah, that's okay. Eating peros outside the sukkah, that's okay. Kalamachmir, the Mishnah says, Kalamachmir, I raise a meshubach. But the chiyav is only a little bit more than a kibetz of pas. What's the din if you're having mezonos? Let's say pas of abakistan or some kind of mezonos. Do you have to, you have to say aleisha basukkah? So some think that uh, if you have a suda, if you kovei a suda, you know, if you if you have enough to make a bracha achrona, then that's enough to to say leisha basuka. The Mishnah quotes achronim who say no, that you have to have a kviya suda mamish. You have to have a significant amount of mizonos. It's not enough just to have enough you know, to have a kezayis family. You have to really be kovei a suda. If you're not kovei a suda, then that's not significant enough to make a leisha basuka. So the shaila comes up when 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 you make havdola in the sukkah. When you, when you make Havdalah on Yom Tif, so we try to make Havdalah in the Sukkah, should you make a Leisha Basukkah on, on the Havdalah? So the Biralacha quotes from the Ritva that a Shtiyas Revius Yayin is called a Kviyas. So if you drink Revius of Yayin after Havdalah, then you would make a Leisha Basukkah. But um, that's a Das Yochid, many, many disagree. So does a person make a Leisha Basukkah or not? So some people feel like if you just have a Mizonas, you'll have a Mizonas, you'll eat a Kazayas. So that's enough to make a leisha basuka on the on the koshal yain itself. We don't know if you can make a leisha basuka, but maybe just make a mizonos as well. Have a piece of cake. You'll have a you'll have some pretzels or something, and then you'll be able to make a leisha basuka. It's not so posh because according to the Mishnah Bura, if you're not kovei suda on the mizonos, you're not going to make a leisha basuka. So truth be told, it's probably better just to just to, to make abdullah without a leisha basuka. If you're going to have a suda afterwards, so then you can make a leisha basuka on the bread. Can make a leisha basuka, expecting to have a suda, right? So you can make a leisha basuka on the on the wine, expecting to to have to have the bread afterwards. So if you're not going to have bread afterwards, if you're not going to be kovei suda on the mizonos, it's a real shaila if you can make a leisha basuka. It's not so poshut. The one time that the post can say that maybe even on a kezayis you can make a leisha basuka is, is on Shabbos and Yom Tif. If you make kiddush. If you kovei on Passover b'kistin, right, so we we paskin that that's called a kviya suda to be considered kiddush makom suda. So if it's enough to be considered kiddush makom suda, perhaps for the rule of leishiv suda that should be sufficient as well. That's what the shari tshuva says. But if you makarish b'sukkah and you eat Passover b'kistin b'makom suda, so then you can make a leishiv sukkah because if you're assuming that you can make kiddush, then clearly clearly you're thinking that uh, that Passover b'kistin that making a mizonos is enough to be called a suda that you don't have to make kiddush nafka on a suda of pas. If you assume for the purposes of Kiddush that it's enough to be called a Su'uda, so then for the purpose of Leisha Basukah, Lacharit should be sufficient to be called a Su'uda as well. The Sharet has a very important thing that not too many people know. And that is that if you're in the middle of, of a Su'uda, a real Su'uda of Pas, 
and you walk inside, maybe to help, maybe to do something, you walk outside the sukkah, you can't take a drink outside the sukkah. Even though we hold that a shtia normally is not called a kfiyas, and you can drink outside the sukkah, but if you're in the middle of a meal, you can't drink outside the sukkah. Because every shtia that you have in the middle of a su'uda is defined as, a, as keva. It goes after the meal. So the shtia is defined as a shtia's keva as well. So then, if the shtia is a shtia's keva, then you'd have to make a leisha of a sukkah on that. So if a person is in the middle of the meal, you, you, you should be careful not to be towing outside the sukkah, because any te'ima, any shtia that you'll have is going to be defined as a kava, because it's nigra after the suda, and then there'll be a chiv to, to make a brach of leish of a sukkah, even, even on that uh, shtia.